Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Relatable Voice podcast. Today we are headed to California to speak with Chris Wilson. Chris is a city and county commissioner, a business policy advocate, investor, and co-author. He's featured in books like Business, Life, and the Universe, and Dare to be Authentic. So, Chris, welcome to the RV. Thank you so much, Lucy. I'm really, really honored to be here and be part of the show. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. We are going to be discussing lots of interesting things today, but I want to mention I checked out your Instagram. Thank you. Yes, and I saw you post a lot of fun videos. You know, I, I and first of all, thank you for the question. I think it's important to have, uh, you know, kind of your goofy, your funny lifestyle at the same time and not take life so seriously. It's important to or it, it's, I shouldn't say it's important. It's really easy to get just swayed away with your nine to five, or if you're an entrepreneur, um, with, with all that environment and, and just, you know, forget about it's, it's okay to forget about life sometimes and all what comes with it and just kind of be your authentic self. And, you know, I've always been, I've always had that side of me where I just want to just kind of be like a big kid and I think and I think that's that that's okay from time to time to to have so that's you know I create uh those 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 videos as content to just kind of bring a, a little humor to our everyday busy lives that is what real life is hmm? yeah it's just it's, it's just letting your hair down and just having fun having a good laugh you know and just not take life so serious because it's Life is so short and, 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 you know, sometimes we don't know when it's our time. You know, I'm fortunate that God, you know, wakes me up every day and that tells me that he's not done with me, that he has an, another plan for me, you know, a new goal for me. So for as long as I have breath in my lungs, I'm, I, I want to be able to just inspire the world and tell my story, but also just have some fun at the same time. You know, I, I, it, it, there has to be a balance. Yeah, it's a great way to see the world. You grew up as an only child and experienced some challenges in middle school. Can you tell us more about that, if you don't mind? Yeah, no, thank you so much. You know, and it was something that I wasn't proud in talking about, I would say, five years you know, ago. So if you asked that question, I would just kind of just dodge it and just answer something else. 
but um you know you do have a lot of stigmas that come along with being the only child it's not just uh receiving all types of gifts and just being spoiled there's a lot of somewhat trauma that comes along with it you know you you don't have um a brother or sister to bounce ideas off of or to to to, to discuss or to be able to just have a conversation with you know you only have uh in my in my case it was it was just my mother you know being a single parent and my dad being in and out of my life and uh just growing up as an only child i never had a validator besides my mother so whatever she said kind of went you know if like the if if I asked her one day, you know, why is the sky blue? And she would tell me, well, the sky is just blue. And so I would never question that. So as the only child, you don't have friends, like close friends or close cousins, uh, in my case, that I would be able to bounce, you know, those types of ideas off of. You know, I had I had friends growing up, you know, throughout school, but you don't have that 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 closely knit you know, um, family that you could really, you know, um, confide in, you know, about the things that keep you up at night, the, you know, the, the, the growing up type of issues that you want to speak of. So, um, but nonetheless, I am fortunate that I'm, I, I am where I am today, despite my challenges, um, despite having challenges with my identity, you know, I think, I think, I think that kind of goes back to me being the only child and kind of having that, as one of my, I guess, quote unquote, symptoms, you know, trying to be somebody who I wasn't just to, you know, impress people, you know, and, and I can kind of get more into that. But it was it was something that that was very, very present in my life during high school and middle school. And, you know, just waking up one day and just realizing that, you know, it it's OK to be yourself and to be your authentic self and not and not have to act a certain way just to impress other people. You know, I've, I've, um, I've learned through a lot of trial and errors that, you know, uh, you could fool a lot of people, but at the end of the day, when you look in the mirror, you can't fool yourself. You can't fool who God created you to be, whether it's, your, whether it's a quirky self, whether it's a serious, you know, you're, you're serious or you're, um, you know, what, whatever, um, traits that you possess, you know, you have, you know, you, you have a, a, a sole responsibility to be yourself and just to live, you know, live your life to the fullest and not, and not have any regrets. Absolutely. I love what you're yeah. seeing, Chris. And you described yourself as a survivor. Sure. Can you tell us what you yeah. mean by that? Yeah. So I, and I, I, I see myself as, as a survivor because matter of fact, I think everybody should see themselves as a survivor. If, and that kind of goes back to, you know, if you're fortunate enough to wake up every day, open your eyes, then, you know, you know, that God is not done with you. You know, all the challenges that you went through, all the breakups, all of the, um, the, the, the crying or the loss of loved ones, um, you know, you have a hundred percent survival rate, you know, if you're able to wake up every day um, and if you're alive today, if you're fortunate to be alive today and you went through all those things in your life that, you know, you, you told yourself, Oh, I'm never going to be the same. I'll never get over this person. Um, this is, you know, this is it for me. 
but the next day or the next week or the next month you woke up you know you're you're here today you have a hundred percent survival rate and that's something that we can't take for granted you know and uh you know i'm 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 fortunate to you know i i can remember several times where i've had breakups with my girlfriends um and i've told myself that you know i don't know how i'm going to bounce back from this or i lost um family members that i was very very close to and i told myself i don't know how i would bounce back from this um you know and i I, close friends or certain parts of my life where it was kind of like that fork in the road you know i don't know how i'm going to survive this but i survived it I'm here and I'm able to, to, to tell it. So we're all survivors in our own, in our own mindset. And, it, it, and, and it's important to be able to recognize that, that, um, you know, until something else happens, we have a hundred percent survival rate. Yeah. And you were telling me about personality problems. Yeah. So I'll, I'll dive into more detail about my identity issues so I don't know if you're aware of the British singer um, Craig David, but he was an R&B singer. Uh, he's still alive. Um, he's probably in his 40s or 50s by now. But growing up in high school, you know, I really admired him. I really loved his music. Um, he was, he had that sweet, soft, you know, sound to him. And I could tell all the girls that, you know, were just, you know, very, very obsessed with him and just loved him. You know, and uh, one of my best friends um, told me one day that I had looked like him, you know, and at that at that point in my life in, in, in high school, I, I, I didn't have my full goatee and beard as I have right now, but I didn't I did have a mustache. And so uh, one of my best friends came up to me one day and said that I look like Craig David. And so I took that very, very personally in a good way. And I wanted to be him. And so I went home one day and uh, I, I found my mom's mascara and I actually drew sideburns on my face and a beard. And I just kind of shadowed them with my thumb to make it very, very realistic. And um, I went to school the next day with that on. And so the, the reason why I did that was because I, I, I saw that he had that attention from women and that I, I couldn't get on my own. And uh, so I, I, I went to school that day and I was very, very proud. And I got a lot of looks from women and girls and, and um, you know, uh, and, 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 and it was very, very positive for me, you know, and I did, I did it for probably a week or so. And then one of my classmates came up to me and, um, you know, asked me, you know, can I, you know, look at you a little closer. And this is what one of my close classmates too. And so she noticed that I had makeup on my face. And so she, you know, took her thumb, licked it and kind of rubbed it off. And so I was so embarrassed. And um, so I, I went home that day and I just, I looked, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, what am I doing? You know, what, 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 who, who am I trying to impress here? I knew who I was going to try and impress, but you know, uh, and, and I was, it was like, I was taking, I was turning my back on, on my creator, on, on God, and just not being appreciative of the image that he created for me. So I told myself, I can't do this. I can't try to be somebody else who I'm not. I need to just be myself and just accept who I am. 
flaws and all. So that was my that was one of my turning turning back moments in in my life that really trajected me in a you know different a a different mindset. But and there's and there's many more challenges you know throughout mm-hmm. my upbringing. But that was one of the most particular examples. And I'm sure a lot of people have maybe not as specific as my example, but I'm sure I'm sure there's people in life that want to be somebody who they're not for whatever reason, for whether it's for attention, insecurity, um, and and mine was and mine was all the above. And um, you know, and I, I I look back at that and I of course I laugh, but it was it was a very serious thing for me, you know, and uh, to to be able to overcome and to talk about it freely and openly and just, you know, l- look back at that and just say, you know, that was one of my moments that I had. I was very challenged with my identity. You know, I, I wasn't happy who I was. So I wanted to be somebody who I was not. Mm-hmm. And why I obviously cannot imagine what that's like, because my identity challenges aren't visible i resonate with the idea of being different like for me it's my accent and sounding different and i've always been self-conscious about that yeah yeah but you know chris now i'm embracing it and i realize yeah, exactly yeah it is a strength i can change it and Yeah, it's me the way I am, and I agree with you. We shouldn't change the way we are. Yeah, and we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with being our being our authentic self, and not feel that we have to change something to be able to have. I mean, where does where does us come in? Where does me come in? You know, where what about what I like? What about what I feel? You know, I I shouldn't have to be concerned about somebody else and what they feel. Or how they perceive me, or whether they like they they like me or not. That's that's their opinion, you know. Um, their their opinion of you does, does not have to be your reality. And so it was it was a, a lot of those aha moments in my life that really um, helped point me in the right direction. And it took you know quite a bit of years, and I'm sure it takes a lot of people several years. And there's a lot of other people that are dealing with a lot more severe things than that you know, depression, mental health issues. And I could definitely recognize that. I'm not here to say that my story is the worst, but, you know, for me, it was, you know, I did have those dark moments that really I I had to experience, you know, because sometimes when, you know, we, we, we have to realize that life is not all sunshine, sunshine and rainbows. There are a lot of challenges that we have to go through to be able to be who we, who we want to be or who we um, are, are intended to be, you know? So um, that's, that's, that's life. I mean, and, and, you know, it could, it could kick you down, it could keep you down, but it just matters on how many times you get back up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And Chris, how did you first get into writing? So I, you know, I saw writing as a therapeutic thing for me. You know, I, I, I've always watched a lot of, um, you know, motivational and inspirational videos and read a lot of books and, um, understanding that it's right. It's really about writing things down. You know, um, the Bible says to write the vision and make it plain, you know, and to not make any edits on it, to not, you know, to not write and, 
in pencil, write in pen, you know, so that it's, 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 it's your feelings. It's your permanent feelings. And I started getting involved in writing. I would say about really about five years ago, four or five years ago or so. And it was something that was very, very just therapeutic for me to be able to write my feelings down, write my goals down, uh, create a, create a vision board so that I'm able to just see the things I want to accomplish. A, a lot of people are, are, are visual people. And so they have to be able to see things before they, it, it actually happens. And just to be able to write, you know, just whether it's journaling, whether it's just um, creating something where it's like a roadmap for you, you know, just writing things down on a paper, it, it's really, really powerful. And, uh, and, and so I, that, that led to just me talking to other people and, you know, writing my first co-authored book, uh, I think in 20, 2020 was my, was my uh, release date. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talking about, you know, one of the, one of the dark, dark, not, not secrets, but just dark pasts that I experienced, which was, you know, my identity and just being okay with not being okay you know, being uncomfortable in uncomfortable positions. And uh, that, that led to that. And then, um, you know, I would, before, but before the the global pandemic, I was able to go to different coffee shops and um, uh, different, um, what do they call them? Um, Just kind of opportunities to be able to speak. And, uh, you know, I, I, I write poetry sometimes, you know, because they're just my feelings. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't consider myself a poet. I'm just, I just tell my story. So I guess I'm just a, I'm, I'm a storyteller. And so I would just recite these, um, these uh, uh, passages in, in, in public and, you know, I, I, I would get positive reaction, but I mean, I, I wasn't there to impress people, to be honest with you. I was just there to impress myself. I would be able, I, I was, I was there just to say, you know, I, this is something that, you know, I feel very strongly about in terms of writing my feelings down on paper and I want to share them with the world and however they receive them, they receive them. I'm not going to pass any judgment on that, but that's, that's, that's where I kind of started getting involved in writing. You know, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm a, I'm a professional writer, but I just simply just write, write my vision. and I, I make it plain. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I love when you say that you uh, you don't want to impress other people but rather yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We need to put some things in perspective and this is what we should do. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and, and it's very easy to uh, 
you know, make edits in our life. It's really easy to just feel that, you know, if I write, if I write this down or if I say this, or if I do this, what are other people going to think about me? You know, and we can't, we can't walk on eggshells. You know, we only have one life to live. We don't know when our expiration date is going to be, you know, so we have to really just live each day like it's our last. I know it sounds very cliche, but it's, it's, it's the absolute truth because we don't know when, when, when we'll experience our, our last breath in our body. You know, we've seen a lot of loved ones. I mean, look, I mean, look at this pandemic. You know, we lost a lot of people that, whether it's friends, family, that it wasn't their time. But we don't know that, you know. And we, we, we hope that they lived their life to the best of their ability and knowledge and they live their life to the fullest. I'll tell you one thing, you know, I've always learned that the most expensive place in the country is, is the cemetery. And I say that because um, that's where all your goals, that's where all your accomplishments, that's where all your um, characteristics that maybe you would have experienced, but were too afraid to, 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 uh, to actually accomplish or to do. They're all, they're all there at your gravesite. They're saying that you could have had me, you could have, you could have conquered me. You could have accomplished me, whether it's your goals, whether it's your, uh, you know, accomplishments, whatever. And they're staring you in the face and they're saying that, you know, for, for whatever reason, you didn't want to accomplish me. You, you, you didn't want to take advantage of me of, you know, I, I could have helped you. You know, I was your goals. I was put in you to see and nobody else. And that's something that I don't want to go, you know, when when it's my time to go i want to be able to do everything that i want to do and not feel that i'm going to regret doing something simply because of somebody else's impression of it it's not the right time um you know you're you know you're thinking ahead of yourself these are these are too big of dreams we have all our responsibility to dream big you know i always say that if you want to if you want to kill a big dream, tell it to a small-minded person. People, God puts these dreams in us because they're specifically for us. They're not for our family. They're not for our mother or our father to, to be able to see. They don't see it because God didn't put those dreams and those goals in them. And so, and 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 it's it's for me to accomplish, for me to do. And that's why I say the most expensive place to place to be or place to live or in the world is a cemetery because that's that's where all our dreams and goals go to die along with us if we don't accomplish them it makes a lot of sense what you said and chris you have a youtube channel and it's about building general Generation. generational wealth yeah and, and and it's something that i i feel very strongly about you know and and uh you know i've i've worked for the government uh for the last 12 years um i i left in 2021 uh at the height of the pandemic i guess you could say and um it was you know for me it was just my time to kind of move on and get a, a different change of environment and uh, now I'm I, I'm more of a business policy advocate where I advocate for business friendly policies at government levels at the local regional state and federal level. Matter of fact, if this pandemic taught us anything, it it it, it taught us 
of the skills and the hobbies that we possess that we don't know about, you know? And for me, it was looking at different ways to be able to build my future and to diversify my um, portfolio, my, my financial portfolio. And I'm not a financial planner by, you know, by any means. I don't, I, I don't give financial advice, but it was just, it was just something that I kind of just dove right into. And I thought to myself, well, you know, it, it's, Building generational wealth is is very, very important, especially in this day and age. Uh, you know, we, we, we're all taught to save our money. We're all taught to, you know, we're, we're, you know, one of my one of my um, things that I was taught growing up was to, you know, save money for a rainy day, save money under your couch or your sofa or whatever. But then I never asked why I, I, I never questioned the status quo. And so building generational wealth allows us to have more of a freedom in what we want to do with our money. And so I invest in a lot of different other aspects and I want to do that because I want to build a future for myself. You know, I want to build a future for my family and hopefully to inspire other people to, to do the same, especially our youth. You know, there's, there's, there's so many availabilities that they have that I didn't have growing up. You know um, I came into this world and grew up barely in the in the midst of cell phones, barely in the midst of kind of like the the dot com boom. And, but now there's there's Google, there's YouTube, there there there's so many uh, different devices and tools that we can use to our advantage. And I think building generational wealth allows us to be able to look at all those aspects and figure out how we can be able to diversify our portfolio so that we are in a better position down the line for ourselves where, where we can hopefully retire early uh, where we could, um, you know, be able to, to provide for our family. But again, it, it also allows us for a, a spot in our lives to have financial freedom and not rely on, you know, the government to pay our income or our, our a, a nine to five to pay our income. You know, we want to be able to create our own revenue stream. And that's kind of what I mean by building generational wealth. So in my YouTube videos, I just go over a lot of different methods and just different mindsets because it building generational wealth is really a mindset. You you know, you could have a poverty mindset, but also you could have a millionaire's mindset, what I like to say, you know, and that's not a and that's not a, a hit on, on on you know anybody that's you know doesn't have the 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 financial resources because I don't have the financial resources, but I want to be able to think differently to be able to create generational wealth for myself because really it just starts with that. It starts with thinking differently, having a different outlook in life and questioning things, you know, that we never questioned when we were kids, you know, well, why, why is the sky blue? You know, why, why, why can't I be a millionaire? You know, I always thought that all this stuff was just made for people who were born into this environment. I didn't think that it was something that I could be able to accomplish, but um, and I'm not saying I'm, not, I'm, I'm there yet, but that's, that's somewhere I definitely want to be. But a part of that was just changing on how you look at life and, and, and just question the things that um, we never were taught to question, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Chris, are you currently working on anything you'd like to share with us? So I, I'm working on my second book. Um, my uh, second co-authored book is called uh, Dare to be Authentic. 
Um, and, and it'll be released, um, I think, next, well, definitely by the end of this year. I would say probably maybe in, maybe in October, probably in October, uh, November, maybe, or even maybe the, the, uh, December. Um, but it, it, it really focuses on um, challenging yourself to be your authentic self. Um, and one of my chapters that I write about is called 1-800-ACTIVATE. And it just goes back to an example that I experienced when I moved to Sacramento to work in the state capitol for the state legislature back in 2010, I think, no, 2016 or 2016 or 17. And it was um, when I went to, 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 uh, to buy a suit and cause I, you know, I, I didn't have, I didn't have enough suits. I only had like three or four, but I, I need to get, I need to have more. And I went to go swipe my credit card and it came back declined. And I was very shocked because I knew that, that there were funds in there. And so what I, what I, you know, um, made the mistake in is I, I forgot to activate it. And so I think that, that, that kind of goes back to um, it, that was a teachable moment for me that uh, I, I, I always knew that I had the skills and the characteristics and the and the willpower to accomplish the biggest dreams I I wanted to accomplish or the biggest goals I want to accomplish, they're there they're there sitting inside of us, but we have to activate them first. Mm-hmm. We have to call up that that eight hundred number to activate those funds, and so that was that was one of my teachable moments also. That you know we have the things necessary to get the job done. We just have to just find it in ourselves to be able to find find that activation and just activate ourselves. And so, you know, th- that's one of the chapters that I write about. And um, hopefully, you know, one day that, um, you know, it'll be something that can just inspire just one kid to be able to just look at life differently. And a lot of what I do and what I say, what I write and what I talk about is really just motivating the next generation of leaders to be, to be the best, the very best that they can be their authentic self and have no regrets, you know, but also most importantly, as we climb, we, we lift, you know, and, and, you know, what I mean by that is as we get to, as we get to get to that peak of that mountain of, of, of success, we reach over and we, we lift up other people too. Because we're not we're not doing our ju- we're not doing any justice if we're just thinking about ourselves in the process. I know that if I want when when I become successful, that I want to be able to 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 to, to lift up other people also, uh, because I want them to be equally successful too. I want them to be able to have generational wealth. I want to be I want them to be able to love themselves. All the things that I didn't experience when I was young or or went through or the challenges. I want people to be able to be more to to have more of an open open mind, I guess to say, so to 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 really see that there are these challenges in life that's gonna you know kick your butt, but here are some ways that you could be able to you know meet them head on, you know maybe not be able to just um, you know bypass them, but you have to meet them head on head on, and and here are some strategies that I experienced that I think that if you take it for into consideration, they may be worth it for you too. Wow, Chris, you are basically a life coach. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, is there a message you would like to leave for our listeners today? 
Uh, I would just, well, first of all, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity and, and giving me this platform. I would really just really want to just challenge people to really just look at look at themselves and, 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 and ask the question, am I living my most authentic life? Am I living my life to the best of my ability, um, knowing what I have, all the skills that I have, the talents that I have? Um, am I using them to the best of my ability, the best of my capability? And, and if you're not, if you're honestly not, then you have to look at yourself and how do I change that? How do I change that for the better? You know, everybody that, uh, and, and again, I've learned this, everybody that, you know, that you have grown up with, that, you know, whether it's your family or whether it's your close friends, you can't take them all with you. It, it, you just can't, you know, whether... If you want to get to somewhere that you want to be, sometimes they can go with you, you know, and it just goes back to having that big dream that's just instilled in you and and, and it's not instilled in them. And it, it's 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 OK to feel selfish sometimes, especially when it comes to wanting wanting the best for you, because you have to love yourself. You have to really understand that it's really it's all about you. You know, and you're gonna have, and you're gonna you're gonna have friends that are you know still with you because they're your best friends. You know, you're you're always gonna have your family there, but there the, there comes a point in your life that you have to do what's best for you, and whatever that means for you, you can't feel guilty. You know, because you 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 have to be selfish sometimes, and 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 society needs to teach us that it's okay to do that. We can't think about other people and what their feelings are because we're just then we're just, you know, we're 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 spinning our wheels. So I guess the the underlying message to that is just love yourself, be yourself, be your authentic self and be OK with it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for sharing your life experience, your childhood with us and Tell us where can we find you? This is the most important thing. Yeah, no, thank you so much. So I'm on Instagram um, at, at Mr. MR underscore Wilson 562. And then you, there you can find all my other social media connections. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I have my YouTube channel. So please subscribe if you haven't had a chance to already. I put out weekly videos on ways to build generational wealth and just ways to have developed more of a, 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 a money-making mindset. You can also find me on Twitter, also at MR underscore Wilson 562. And, you know, and I, I please email me or, you know, direct message me or DM me, and I would love to hear from you. And just, um, you know, we're, we're, we all don't know what we don't know. And I want to be able to connect with people that, I can possibly help, but also I could possibly learn from, you know, and, and this is not just, this is not just a, a me thing. This is a, a we thing that we could all be able to lift up each other equally and to be able to move forward in a, in a, in a, in a, a unified way. So please connect with me through all those channels. We'd love to connect with you in whatever way that I could do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. And you know that our doors are always open for you. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe 
so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.